Next on BYU Sports Nation, the most exciting finish to any BYU game ever. Any sport. What goes into selecting that? What was Brian Logan thinking on the sideline of the 2009 thrillers against Oklahoma and Utah? Plus, Gordy Bravo of the softball team on their chances at NCAA regionals this week. And a diamond on the track and in Studio B as well. Plus, Bronco Mendenhall proclaiming his undenying faith in BYU baseball. Let's go! This is BYU Sports Nation, brought to you by the BYU Store, simulcast on BYU-TV and BYU-Radio. Now, from Studio B, here's Spencer Linton and Jerem Jordan. A loaded BYU Sports Nation live and radio vision presented by the BYU Store, your home for authentic BYU products, Tuesday, May 12th, wherever and however you have chosen to dial into today's show. Great to have you with us. I'm Spencer Linton, teamed up with the original Knight Rider, Jerem Jordan. I'd prefer to be the original gangster, but okay. Have you ever seen Knight Rider, David Hasselhoff? I've never saw it. I, I know what it is. I'm too young. Kit, his, uh, the, the car, the voice in the, in the car, the Trans Am that he drove. That's a great show. That's got to be on Netflix, right? That's what I hear. I don't think it's on Netflix. We're throwing it back. That's just a taste of the history that we're about to dive into on BYU Sports Nation. Oh. Hey, did you hear about this? Bronco Mendenhall threw out uh, one of the first four pitches on Friday night. Uh, he was the only one to hit a mitt. His three players all hit the ground and, uh, in some cases, threw it past <laughs> the guy trying to catch the ball. But since that point, it appears Bronco's all in on BYU baseball, Jerem. He tweeted out a picture of him in his office wearing one of the uh, off-white baseball uniforms with the following caption. Quote, wearing this every day till our tourney spot is solidified. Hashtag go Cougs. couple comments on this. One, it looks good. Two, his hair looks great. And three, he's got recruits up on the monitor behind him. <laughs> it's too hard to tell exactly who's who. But it's like, whoops. Somebody needs to document <laughs> keep, whether or not. Keep tweeting, though. Keep tweeting. Somebody needs to document whether or not he's actually going to wear that jersey every day. Yeah. Vic Soda's wife. Is her name Ashley, I believe? She is the executive assistant. I would like a picture of Bronco every day to right, prove Ashley. that that's the case. Football office, I'm calling you out. Vic, I hope you're prove listening, it. man. You prove, were on the show yesterday. Prove that Bronco is wearing that today. Who knew he was such a fan of BYU baseball? I, well, cred- I credit Mike Littlewood. Bronco loves BYU sports. Like all the sports. He's a big fan. The conversation alive 24-7 on Twitter. Use the hashtag BYUSN and be a part of BYU Sports Nation a huge show today, and members are definitely welcome. We'll set this up in a moment, but what's the most exciting finish to any BYU game ever? Oh. Use hashtag BYUSN. This is not a very, you know, this is a very closed, simple question, right? No. Hashtag BYUSN. Use it. At Justin D. Sweeney, a regular member of BYU Sports Nation, says, The Holiday Bowl has to be number one. Back to Arlene, a close second. 2009 Oklahoma was up there, too. That's the thing everyone says. It has to be. That's the beauty of this topic. It, it's your opinion. The Twitter question every stinking day is opinion-based. Your opinion. It's not a test in school where there's a right answer. Here are your BYU Sports Nation headlines. What else are we talking about today? Let's go fast, go hard. BYU baseball at Utah tonight. Rubber match for the Utes and Cougs. Winner takes the season series. Why does that matter? Because it's Utah. Utah people working together. CBS Sports' Dennis Dodd releases post-spring top 25. 
20, 25 teams are listed, three BYU opponents in there. BYU and Utah listed as the only two teams that just missed out. What? Wow. The what? Wow, right there. Okay. Look at that. BYU men's volleyball finishes the season ranked number eight in the final ABCA poll. That's not good. Off the block projects BYU will start the 2016 campaign number two in the country with the return of an injured Tim Daubert as well as Ben Patch coming off of his Two mission. or three. ABCA preseason poll, two or three to me. Boise State football announced dates and times for future football games with BYU and others in 2021 through 2023. October 9th and 21, October 8th and 22. Okay. And then this odd date, October 4th and 23. That's a Wednesday. <laughs> is this a new thing? Does Boise State realize October 4th, 2023 is a Wednesday? Is this a new thing? Okay. Wednesday night football, Boise State and BYU. <laughs> they already know. They've talked to ESPN. It's on a Wednesday night. Now it's Maction. BYU TV. Is BYU going to be in the MAC in 2023? No, stop, is that what we just, just learned? Stop With it. Boise State? Oh, my goodness. BYU TV, a finalist for two sports video group awards after further review and countdown to kickoff. Congratulations. Yeah, congrats to uh, those shows. BYU lacrosse lost 11-10 yesterday to the Stanford Cardinal in the MCLA Championships. That's the national tournament. Continuing just a brutal trend of close losses, which brings us to the stat of the day. It's the BYU Sports Nation stat of the day. Uno. BYU lacrosse lost six games by one goal this season. That stinks. In wins, they won by an average of 11. In losses, one every time. All other losses ah! came by one. <laughs> That's the worst. Can you imagine BYU hoops losing only six games or so and every single game was by one or two? No. A one possession game. Or football, all the losses were by one possession. I think you said it right. Brutal trend of oh. close losses. Hey, enough of that. Get up, rise and shout. It's time for What's Trending. You're talking about it, and so are we. It's What's Trending on BYU Sports Nation. The best finish in all of BYU sports ever. Or is it? Final play of the game, barring a penalty. All the time in the world for Beck. Can anybody get open for it? He'll roll right. Let's it go. Finds his guy. Touchdown. Finds his guy. The unforgettable Beck to Harleen. <laughs> That's certainly on the list. The beauty of sports and being a fan of sports, Jerem, is the emotion and the adrenaline that come from being invested in something like that. You know, the intense, dramatic, heart-stopping finish. Mm-hmm. Over the last week, for whatever reason, we've been blessed with this wealth of buzzer beaters. LeBron James. <laughs> The Bank, back-to-back nights, Derrick Rose. The okay. Truth, Paul Pierce. Yeah. Okay. So, Last in the night, NBA Stephen playoffs. Curry made sure there was none. In the NBA playoffs. Okay. Wild finishes in the NHL playoffs. Games with wow factor that make Jerem Jordan break the sound barrier. Find this guy! Exactly. Just like that. I, w- I was love James Wade's call there. Who's the guy? Tell me who the guy it's is. Johnny You're the Harley. play-by-play, man. The thrill of victory and the agony of defeat in those final (laughs) tense moments is the one true reality television. Within BYU Sports Nation, we have a vault of those amazing reality finishes. But which is the best ever across any sport? There are no wrong answers. I'm going with racquetball in 78. Uh, There was this one game against uh, Utah State in the Richards building. It was nuts. (laughs) Oh, my goodness. In all seriousness, Jerem, <laughs> after Wait, your racquetball commentary, what? there are certain things that go into an exciting finish. Absolutely. Listen, 
Is it a big game? Is it on a big stage? Is it at the last second? Is there national recognition? What's the degree of difficulty? Like the Hail Mary. See, that one's interesting for me. The degree of difficulty. Who's the opponent? Utah. Huge factor. And did you win? Yeah, I don't think you can lose and say, that was an exciting finish for uh, BYU. You, you just put it out of your mind. 2011, when BYU lost 54-10 to to BYU, for two years, I literally could not remember the score. You forgot about it. There was that much mental (laughs) negative damage. Seriously. I was like, I don't even know. know. I didn't even know the score. Game didn't happen. Yes. The game did not happen. Yes. Okay. So By the way, Jay Keeps is with the Jets. Jay Keeps signed a contract with the Jets. (laughs) Okay. Oh, my God. Sponsored by Iggy's. Yes. Uh, to, To me, the number one most exciting finish ever. Okay, I know that I know what the Hail Mary is, and it's number one, so I'm going to pick something else. Back to Harleen. You and I stood next to each other on the sideline for that one. I was a young buck in the communications program. That BYU had lost four years in a row. Five in a row won't happen. Put it in your books, John Beck, Mountain West Conference Player <laughs> of the Year. Yeah, I could quote almost all of that. Yeah, we Ru- love James Rubel's, too, classic. It was a great finish. It was so awesome because it validated that 06 team. It's Utah. It's literally with no time on the clock. I have a giant picture of this in my house taken by our old boss over at iProvo, Dan Ransom. Love you, Dan. That that game means a ton to this generation, the younger generation. That's the game. They weren't alive for the Hail Mary. I wasn't alive for the Hail Mary. But I realized that is the greatest finish. To me, I just, I just, to me, that's number one. And then I go, what's number two? And to me, this is number two. Recency bias plays into this for sure. Yes. Yes. It, it plays the into The Twitter generation is going to lean on Beck Tarlene more, I think. Now, in terms of what I've witnessed, no question. I'm right there with you. Beck to Harleen. But that is the greatest sporting moment that I have ever witnessed with my own eyes. It was unbelievable. Believable. I just kept shouting right so after open, it happened. Too. Yeah, it's crazy. You, you can hear me on your on the camera because you're rolling on that. Well, okay, story. I've told this story on the show. So I so I have the lens up to my eye, and the ball is in the air. I drop the lens down to watch it with my own <laughs> totally human eyes. Totally worth and it. And miss the play. Hey. I had to borrow it from Jordan Who Finauer cares? You at saw BYU. it with your own eyes, baby. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I was there for uh, the Daily News, now called Eleven News. That was, it was okay. so awesome. Great, greatest sporting event moment I've ever witnessed. And it's because it's against Utah, by the way. But the most exciting in BYU sports history when you consider all of the factors we just brought up. Oh, the Hail Mary. No doubt. The Hail Mary, man. The 1980 Holiday Bowl, a.k.a. the Miracle Bowl. Okay, let's, let's look at the factors within, within this, Jeremy. Big game factor. Big okay, game. BYU had yet to win a Holiday Bowl. They had Lavelle yet to win Edwards. a bowl game, period. Lavelle Edwards said at this moment... I felt more pressure going into that game than I did the national championship game. Interesting. Okay. Well, he was number one against Michigan. (laughs) The opponent, the Pony Express of SMU with Eric Dickerson and Craig James, class of the Southwestern Conference, they were at the height of their pay-for-play recruiting. They it was cheating. a little. It was. They they were were cheating. They they were awesome. They were the Tom Brady's of that era. Oh snap! Okay. They were, they were cheating, and they were awesome because of it. Last second. Uh, can it get any more last second than a 50-yard, technically 41 yards, <laughs> bomb as time expires? No, no. That is the most epic finish. To get, 
Degree of difficulty. Okay, imagine back to Arlene, but it's a Hail Mary. Degree, you exactly. know what I mean? Degree of difficulty. He's got three guys draped around him. Clay Brown somehow comes down with that ball. And then Cosmo somehow gets in there. He's looking around. <laughs> Old school. I'm like, what are you doing on the field? By the way, SMU was ranked 19th. BYU was ranked 14th in that, going into that game. Interesting. Okay, that was a really good game. Two top twenty opponents. Oh, epic! Those it's those two, and then everything else. To me, that to me there should be very little debate to the top two plays. But the Twitter generation is like, oh, I saw Beck to Harleen. that Helmer, like that's cool. In twenty years, there may be some other play that eclipses Beck to Harleen. It'd be hard, but there may be, and then and then that becomes what the Hail Mary is now, which is, oh, that's really cool, but it's Beck to Harleen. I'm like, no, 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 it's the Hail Mary. No, yeah, exactly. It's a Hail Mary. We will always defend that. Beck to Harleen, the next best thing. Yeah, there's the, again, there's the bias of, well, I went to that game, and I have an emotional tie, and my favorite player was playing in that game. Like, it, there's all these factors. Okay, remember two years ago, has it been three? No, two. We released the top 50 plays in BYU history. This is a show that we had wanted to do for a while, and we made it happen. Voted on by the fans. And you were somehow on that show. Uh, you yeah. hadn't really done that anything was, here. That was my we first week. We put you on that show. My yeah, first it was week awesome. at BYU TV. Awesome. We let the fans vote for the top 10. We put 15 plays that we thought were a part of that. Then... Uh, the fans voted. Do you remember what was number one? The fans voted number one. Back to Harley. Back to Harley. Yeah. Okay. Yep. Uh, this list is super long. We have just graced the surface. How about Danny Ainge's layup to beat Notre Dame in 81? The greatest basketball player. BYU's time. only Elite Eight appearance. National Championship in 84. The Cotton Bowl. Omar, Omar Morgan. Okay. We've got so much Twitter reaction, and we expected it because everybody has a different story. So what's the most exciting finish to any BYU game ever? Let's go to the Twitter machine. It's Twitter time. Find this guy! Let the fans have a voice. At RT McCombs. BYU-UCLA 2007 Vegas Bowl was good. Not number one, but the unlikelihood of Ethan Manu Maleuna blocking a 28-yard field goal made it exciting. I missed that one, too. I had a camera yet again. And I went up into the empty field goal... <laughs> post and thought, oh, it got blocked or something. And then my boss, Scott Hill, said, get out there! Run out there! So I ran out there, uh, trying to get some shots. There's a trend here, I, I missed, like, every, I'm not a camera Jim operator. I missed the everything. Yeah, exactly. yeah. At Emmeline42, read this one, Jer. Just to be different, I'll say Craig Cusick's put back against Utah State in 2013. Okay, the content, it's not the greatest play of all time, but it's awesome. He found out that day that his dad had cancer. And his dad has since passed away, by the way, which is sad. But he, he then goes 0 for 6 and hits the buzzer beating. Well, there were point one or something on the clock. Close to enough. To beat Utah State. The only shot he makes all day. It was the, the only next shot day, he made. He was in this studio on SportsCenter. It was, that was an amazing play. At Art Director BYU. From the replies, looks like Kevin Nixon's shot is underappreciated. Yes. 60-foot shot for a championship? That's the Hail Mary of basketball. They won the WAC title and got to the NCAA tournament because of that. Amazing. Up next, the fastest female on campus and everyone's favorite bouncing hobbit. But first, Gordy Bravo of the softball team <laughs> tells us how the Cougs take down Oregon this week. I wonder who the bouncing hobbit is. <laughs> BYU Sports Nation presented by the BYU Store, your home for authentic BYU products. Simulcast on BYU Radio, moving pictures on BYU TV. Follow us on Twitter at BYU Sports Nation. Join us by using the hashtag BYUSN. Put it in your Franklin planner, or if you're a recently returned missionary and you're extra 
you know, missionary planner that you just came home with. BYU Football Media Days, June 24th, 11 a.m. Eastern Time. State of the program, 12 to 2 Eastern, a two-hour dish of BYU Sports Nation, 4 Eastern, four decades of dominance. June 24th, BYU TV, BYU Radio. And I imagine watch ESPN again. I also imagine if we asked our Twitter question today to the personalities that will be around this building on Media Day, they would have differing answers. What is the most exciting finish to any BYU game ever in any sport? I'm trying to think of a more general, like wide yet opinionated question we could ask. This is probably it. Might be the yeah the number this is one. Probably it. At Scott DN80, only one answer: the answered prayer that was caught for a touchdown. Reference to Beck to Harleen. Okay, our good friend at Laser Sheep Jam says Beck to Harleen. My sister-in-law was over as a bandwagon Ute fan. I ran straight to her and screamed in her face. <laughs> she could have. He could have just said Ute fan, and I would have understood. Oh, the rivalry is real. Right now, joining us in Studio B, Gordy Bravo, BYU Junior Softball All-American and outfielder, who has been a part of some wild finishes for sure. Okay, Gordy, in your mind, let's start with uh, your opinion on the most exciting finish in any BYU athletic event ever. And you, you can go with softball, whatever you want to choose. Um, Softball-wise, I mean, I remember being down by like 10 runs or something. And, I mean, we came back and ended up winning it. That, that was, was, that Idaho, was pretty Idaho State, right? Yeah. yeah. That was pretty crazy. Okay. Uh, I got to say, that's, that was pretty. Down 10? Yeah, yeah that, would, that would definitely factor in. Yeah. Welcome to Studio B, by the way. Thank you. <laughs> Good to have you with us. You uh, head off to regionals later this week, uh, and you're going to take on number two team in the nation in Oregon. We'll get to that in just a second. But I, I want to get the backstory here. I've heard Coach Eakin's side of the story in your recruitment to BYU. Uh-huh. But I want to hear how, how it happened. What did you say to him on your, recru- when, on your recruiting trip <laughs> after that? You that, sold the, him. That solidified things. As opposed to him trying to get you, right? Yeah. Um, so I just walked in his office right before I had to head out back to California. And I just straight up told him, I'm like, you know, I'll play for you. And then he was like, all right. And then, I mean, that's pretty much it. It's not that big of a story, but. So you, you went, well, that's like, it? I, I just went up to him. I was like, I'll, I'll play for you. He and says then, that you said, I will play for you. I, I, yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Okay. Not, and I, I will like, I play will for play you. I will play for you. Yeah. Like you'll offer me a scholarship? Yeah. Had like, he offered you a scholarship yeah, at that time? Yeah, he did. Yeah. And so was that your commitment at that time? Like, yeah, yep. I'll play? Verbal. Yeah, like a verbal okay. commitment. Well, all you did was uh, become an Easton All-American in 2013 in, in your freshman season. So I, I think it worked out for, for all parties It went, it went pretty well. It went pretty well. <laughs> it did. Uh, Sunday, uh, you get another NCAA tournament berth. Congratulations. Thank you. What was the reaction of the team? Uh, to one, you knew you were getting in. Uh, but two, where you're going. Um, <laughs> to be honest, I mean, we were pretty pissed off. You know, we saw our name by Oregon and a fourth seed. And we were pretty pissed off. Okay. Why so, is that? Because I, I feel like we had, or we felt like we had a better record. And we deserved like a two or three seed. And definitely not a two-seeded team in the nation. But, I mean, we'll take it. Okay. So he, but here's the reality of it is it is Oregon. Mm-hmm. But you have the luxury of knowing that you went head-to-head with them last year. Yeah. And they were ranked number two at that time last year when you beat them. That's true. Yeah. How similar is that Oregon team to this year's team in, in preparing for this one? Um, I mean, they didn't pitch Hawkins, like their number one, but we also 
I don't think they've seen Kenna. So we're pretty excited about that. And, I mean, we still have, like, all the same players. So, I mean, we're pretty stoked about it. Just, yeah, go ahead. Just describe, uh, since you are, you know, ticked off going in, uh, with that uh, bid, d- describe kind of the attitude of the team as you prepare to go to Eugene, I guess, in an hour and a half. It definitely, like, pumped us up. It got us, you know, a little bit more um, – a little more drive going into Eugene and it's like uniting us. And so we're ready to go. That's for sure. Okay. You've got your game face on, but uh, that, that can, we can look at that from many different angles because your game face in the dugout sometimes <laughs> is uh, not exactly. We hear it's not as intense. <laughs> is Occasionally. Intense. Yes. Hey, yeah. so we, there's so many things to talk about. First of all, let's talk about the hat <laughs> selection. Okay. <laughs> Where, okay. where, who came up with the idea to wear random hats? The sombrero, uh, the fishing hat, whatever, the backward baseball cap. Like, <laughs> I, I get the impression that you started this trend, Gordy. Yeah, I don't remember exactly how it happened. I just know, like, um, yeah, I don't, I don't really remember. But, like, so we had, like, rally caps in general in softball and baseball, like the visors and the helmets. But I mean, we, we, wanted, we, want, we wanted to be different, so... We just grabbed a bunch of random hats and we just walked out to the field and started wearing them. <laughs> okay. And it's pretty much Why that. not? Yeah. I heard I'm much. supposed to call you Marissa. Oh, <laughs> snap. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I told you that was going to happen. Um, yeah, I don't like to be called that. So. so that's your first name. How'd you get Gordy? Is that a nickname? Gordy is my nickname, nickname. Yeah. yeah. Um. Well, I was a chubby baby and they call me Gordy, like Gorda, like fat, you know? Mm-hmm. So... Definitely grew out of that, thank God. But um, yeah. okay, okay. Sorry, sorry, Marissa. No, oh, Jerem, Jer- she's gonna punch you in the face. <laughs> it's all right. It's all right. Like, this is right. first like I get punched moment of uh, viewers for <laughs> I wouldn't okay. do that. I wouldn't punch. Okay, so I'm interviewing. Okay, we're going back. If to I was the- wearing an Oregon shirt, she might punch. Going back to dugout behaviors. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, interviewing Coach Aiken in the middle of a game. They are a little, you know, <laughs> fourth inning interview and. Yeah. There's this sign that keeps popping up behind him, whatever, a, a picture of him with his mustache. Okay? And I'm like, who is that? It's got to be Gordy. And, of course, of course I, I think it, I'm pretty sure it was you. Classic Gordy. Okay. So how do you get away with stuff like that? Actually, that, that wasn't me. Oh, it wasn't you? Who it was wasn't. It? Who it was it? It was someone, uh, and he goes, Carly Lear. Because <laughs> they, they interview him like while we're on the field, so people who are sitting mess around. But, um, yeah, we just put a face on a bat like his face on there we just we even took it out to a home run one time too we like ran out there with the bat with his like a uh, picture of his face on there and the mustache I don't, yeah i don't think he even noticed either oh my goodness or either that or he just pretends like he doesn't know <laughs> but okay uh, gordy bravo is like one of the best names ever for sports have, have you relished this have you used that in any way um i mean people do compliment on it it's it's really different like a comic book Hero or something. I don't. I don't Cody know. Bravo, I don't yeah, know. people like to like make fun of it. Say like Johnny Bravo, you know. Yeah, but yeah I got. You. I get that a lot. But other than that, yeah, it's a pretty cool name. Gordy Bravo is with us in Studio B, junior softball All American and outfielder for BYU softball. They head to regionals to take on number two Oregon, uh, and they're leaving just uh, I think in about an hour and a half here. Okay, uh, let's get back to the serious questions. Jerem has to ask this question Wait, every why? time. Serious? Who? We don't yes, need that. and it deals what's, with candy. What's your favorite first base candy? Oh, I get the M&M's, the big ones, the big giant M&M. Okay, are they ever melted in oh, Kristen no. Delahouse's pocket? Never. 
Really? Always perfect. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Does she have like, like a ref- air conditioned yeah. pockets? Did, like a cooler in there? Like- no, she just puts them in right before the the inning and just runs out there. She has like a fanny pack now. It's pretty awesome. Oh, I've seen it. Yeah. It's a next level Nike fanny pack. Like yes. super slim. There's no such thing yes. as next level fanny pack. It, she, she covers it, to me. it and everything. You it's can't even nice. tell it's there. It's amazing. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah, it's amazing. Because been to Europe all the girls times. like something different, like different type of candy. So she gets like a fanny pack with all the different types. <laughs> so is, she, is she like on the corners of Provo Streets? Like, hey, candy, it's quarter. You want like a M&M? You want like a gummy bear that's got like is a there lint on it? Is there any team that has more fun than BYU softball? I mean, probably not. During the actual game? During the actual game, probably not, no. I've got an alternate question to that. We were talking about rain delays with Brandon Kinsey yesterday. Is there a more bored athlete in the NCAA than baseball, softball? Because you have rain delays and stuff. You, you oh, get I bored saw, sometimes. yeah, we you saw what, what they did. We wanted to do the same thing. And we wanted to do, like, the slip and slide out there, but Coach wouldn't let us. <laughs> but, I mean, I still did anyways, but, yeah. You lead this team in batting average. Lacey Hofstedt is uh, is right there with you. Is there any sort of like inner competition going on between? Oh, the two? not at all. We don't even talk about it, to be honest. But I mean, I'm so proud of Lacey, though. Oh my God, what a senior year, though. Yeah, but, she's she's been outstanding for sure. Yeah, for sure. What goes into the handshakes um, with you know outfielders and infielders? Like this, <laughs> this is something you have to prepare hard for, right? Um, yeah, like you're talking about like before, like right before the ending starts. Yes. Um, yeah, so we all do our different sayings every time. We say like the littlest random stuff. Do you want to give us an idea of yours? Um, I guess like outfield, we would say like, uh, like one time I'll say Coco Fell one time in the infield. So in, a, in the outfield, we said sniper. We're like, I'll snap around three. <laughs> <laughs> but, that was really funny, by the way. Yeah. And she, yeah, had the tripping moment. Gordy Bravo <laughs> with us in Studio B. Uh, last thing for you, Gordy. BYU will beat Oregon if what happens? If. That's a hard one. Okay. Is there a key? These are, uh, it's like, you, if you will win the game if you execute this way. If we just play our game, to be honest. Okay. If we. I'll say if we get our buns down, we will win. Okay. Yeah. We'll look for that. Yeah. Small ball. Small ball. I like that. Gordy, great to have you with us. Thank you. Um, before you leave, we need to give you some BYU Sports Nation karma. Are you aware of this? Yeah, I've heard about it. Okay. Ashley Robinson hit her only home run of the year <laughs> last year after she came That's on. That's how the powerful show. it is. Okay. Sounds good. Sydney Broderick, back to back to back West Coast Conference Player of the Week. Yeah. There you go. All right. Can you sign the flag during the break? Yep. Awesome. Coming up, Brian Logan was in two of the most exciting finishes ever in BYU football history. How does he answer today's question? Spencer Linton and Jerem Jordan in Radio Vision live on BYU Radio and BYU TV. Download the show podcast on iTunes or on (laughs) streaming on BYUSportsStation.com. I'm laughing at a tweet I just saw. Jeremy, Read. do your promo first. And I'll, I'll do a promo. A get your BYU Sports Nation swag at thebyustore.com. You can get blue goggles and T-shirts. T-shirt. You can yes. order multiple of that shirt to make it T-shirts. Thebyustore.com. Okay, this, this tweet in from at Matt underscore Arndt in reference to Beck to Harley in mm-hmm. 2006. I remember this game and the day after at school. So I'm guessing he's referring to the Monday. I was in the third grade. <laughs> the third grade. <laughs> what a catch. What are you, nine, ten <laughs> yeah, in the third grade? Are you 12 now? No. It's been Has it? It's been nine almost ten years. It's been almost ten years. Nine and a half that? years. Let's say ten. 
So he's a senior. Are you a senior in high school now? Did you just graduate? Congratulations on your graduation. Man, I, that really makes me feel old. Like, what in the world? Well, you, I was a we uh, sophomore. I was a senior. At Brigham, and you were a senior. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. Anyway, really good, really good, good stuff. Good times up at uh, Rice Eccles. Refresh today's BYU Sports Nation headline, shall we? BYU baseball against Utah tonight. Back to Harleen. Rubber match for the Utes and Cougs. Winner takes the season series. Why does that matter, Jerem? No one's asking that question. They know it's Utah. Yes. Hey, BYU men's volleyball finished the season ranked eighth in the final ABCA poll. Off the block projects BYU will be ranked number two in the preseason poll. Next season, BYU returns Tim Daubert, Ben Patch from a mission. It's going to be a good season. Oh, I'm excited for sure. Boise State football announcing dates and times for future football games with BYU in the years of 2021 to 2023. October 9th in 2021. October 8th and 22, and October 4th and 23. That's a Wednesday. Uh, that's a Wednesday. BYU joins the MAC in 2023. Wednesday hey, night football Dennis, on Spike TV. <laughs> nice. Who knows? Who knows? 2023. <laughs> on YouTube. Uh, when, when you look at next year or the post-spring top 25, Dennis Dodds, uh, Dodd, CBS Sports, has BYU just missed out? 26th, if you will. That's surprising. I didn't think BYU would be that high. Hey, if you're not going to be in, you might as well be one of the first teams out, right? That's what the teams that are out say. All right. <laughs> there you go. BYU lacrosse lost 11-10 to to the Stanford Cardinal. Boo. Continuing just a brutal trend of close losses. In fact, six losses all by one goal. That's tough. All six losses. That's tough. One goal. Hey, you know what we should do right now? We should bring in Brian Logan to BYU Sports Nation. And I'm sure I'm gathering that, you know, from our relationship with Brian, he might have an opinion about today's conversation. And that is the most exciting finish in all of BYU sports, any sport. Brian, welcome to the show, man. What's going on, fellas? You've had How's ad- it going? Good. You've had adequate time to think about this, I'm sure. What's the most exciting finish in all of BYU sports, in your opinion? Oh man, uh, you know it's kind of it's kind of tough for me because I'm just coming into to the the history of of BYU sports. Um, you know, back in 2009, the first time I've ever found out about uh, BYU. So uh, I'm definitely going to be biased and and uh, say uh, I think it's got to be uh, Max Hall to George 2009 uh, against Utah double overtime. Um, at Lavelle Edwards Stadium, uh, and uh, I mean that that catch up the middle, the two Utah players hitting each other, bouncing off, and then uh, uh, George running in to the, to the end zone with his hands uh, open and, and yelling, and everybody just storming the field and you know getting trampled on because I was the smallest person. Uh, but it was it was fun, man. I think I think that's got to be to me uh, the top. I, I like Beck to, to Harleen, but. I mean, I wasn't even, I wasn't really a part of the program, and so I got to give it to my boy George and my boy uh, Max. Okay, in 2009, when that play happens, what, where do you end up going once Andrew George scores the touchdown? Were you in the dog pile? <laughs> uh, <laughs> no, so, so it's me and, and Corby Eason, um, and we're on our knees, um, and, and you know, I'm tired from the last series, and Corby comes over and says, hey, man, uh, get your helmet on, get ready, because if we score, it's going to be crazy. It's going to be mayhem. And he's like, you got to go straight to the locker room. I was like, okay. So uh, <laughs> a couple plays go by. A couple plays go by. Uh, George scores. 
and uh, I completely forget what Corby says. I sprint out. I lose my helmet. My mouthpiece goes flying, and I start. I go into the middle of the field, and I start to run to the dog pile, and then everybody, all the fans, I don't know how fast they got there. They were all running like four threes. Everybody <laughs> got in the field so fast. And it was a stampede, man. I felt like Simba and the Lion King. I couldn't find my way to my teammates. And then everybody was just, you know, everybody's so much taller than me uh, that, you know, I just gave up. And um, I, I remember seeing Robbie Buckner. I, I, I kind of curled up. And I remember seeing Robbie Buckner. He was like, Brian, come here. So I started crawling, crawling. And I finally ended up with uh, O'Neal Chambers and then uh, some, some great fans. I was like, hey, man, I'm just trying to get back to the locker room. So literally by the 50-yard line, everybody picked me up, and it was like a rock and roll concert, and they and they literally uh, carried me all the way to the locker room. I've, I seen, a, in, so. I've, seen, I've seen a picture, picture of you, dude. That's a great yes. photo. And they're like, yeah, man, and, this guy's light. Well, and, every, and everybody was like, oh, man, that's how you know you're a fan favorite, and everybody loves you. And I was like, oh, yeah, they were just helping me get to the locker room because I was too small you know, to, to weed through everybody. So. Um, I, you know, with, with that and, and that whole experience, that's my first time playing Utah. So the first time I got to experience that rivalry, man, that's a, that's a game I, I will never forget. You're like, man, this is fun. Does this happen every year? This is great, you guys. <laughs> How about the bookends for your 2009 campaign at BYU? You open the season with a win against Oklahoma in Jerry's World, and you end that season with Hall to George. Like and, that's, then, and then Oregon State, but yeah, in the regular season. Yeah, that's, awesome. that's pretty stinking awesome. awesome. Man, that that was a blessing that that season. Um, you know, to come in and have, that's my first D one game, right? And and I ended up being a starter. And um, you know, first time we, the first official game in that stadium. And uh, man, I, I, words can't really ex- explain, express how I felt. It, it still is a dream to this day. I know, you know, there's probably three or four other games I can I can you know explain in detail. But that game right there, I still remember just floating and just thinking that this isn't real. This isn't, you know, I'm really playing D1. I got to pinch myself. And I still pinch myself now just thinking about it. But uh, that was an amazing finish as well. Um, you know, but just that reality and how surreal it was. I, mean, I, I just, I was still getting off that yellow bus. So, um, you know, it, hasn't, it didn't really soak in uh, like some of the other games in, in that Utah game. <laughs> Your experience when you first got to BYU that first season must have been amazing because those are some of the greatest moments in program history. And you're thinking, this is probably a regular thing, right? At I Do Rock the Y tweets in, by the way. He says, sorry, man, to you, Brian. I was one of the first fans on the field. Sorry to trample you. Hashtag Simba. <laughs> <laughs> it's all good. It's all good, brother. I mean, I, I appreciate the, the love and the support. I remember – cramping up as well um and, and the crowd kind of chanting and uh you know it's getting me up and drinking a lot of pickle juice and I, we had the, the blue jerseys i mean that whole experience i would say was was better than uh, than jerry's world you know what sure. i want i want the royal blue jerseys with the white pants you guys had great yep. success with the royal blue tops and the white pants. That's what we'll see against East Carolina. And Tom Homo said he's bringing that back against East Carolina. I love it. Good, good. I'm, I'm excited. That's the true tradition right there. We got We got to keep those. We should just keep those apart. We should. Nike should have a contract that says you have to wear these at least three times a season. We don't care where <laughs> or who, but that's oh, yeah. what you have to do. Love them. Hey, recently we shot a couple of commercials. Since then, uh, one has come out. Another is coming out tomorrow. Uh, what was that experience like shooting those commercials? Related to the Logan takeover, Brian. <laughs> uh, you know, it was it was fun. I mean, 
I, there, I haven't had a time with you guys for a while because uh, you guys haven't taken any vacations. Like, you guys aren't sick. You guys weren't sick enough. I was hoping you guys would get sick so I can come on. But, um, you know, so it's good, first of all, just to, just to chill with you guys and, and hang out with you guys. Um, and, it, and it's funny because uh, I think a lot of times we all act like that, us three, um, just being in the same building or same area. And so um, it's cool that we were able to, uh, you know, transfer our personalities um, you know, into something like this, something fun. And, uh, you know, it, I think it, overall it's just a blessing, man, to, to consider uh, myself a part of, of you know, uh, Sports Nation. I know you guys are the face. But, you know, I mean, I'm, just, I'm just trying to be a walk-on, you know, and, and, and earn that spot, <laughs> you know. Uh, that's, that's how I see it. So, you know, it's almost like uh, when, when, you know, I, I got the email and said, you know, we want you guys, we want you to be a part of this and, you know, start, you're starting to become more prominent on the show and becoming and solidifying yourself as a third host. You know, it's kind of like Bronco uh, taking me to the office and saying, hey, yeah, you just earned that scholarship. So, you know, uh, go ahead and sign right here. Thank you for all the hard work. So, uh, you know, it, 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 was, it was fun. It was a little bit uh, out of my element as far as the creepiness, you know, the Halloween. I, kept, I keep thinking like Freddy Krueger and, and, uh, and Halloween just to get in the actual uh, uh, character. But it was fun overall. Brian, my son Jax is uh, just about the same age as. I thought you were going to say same height as your son. I think they're just a couple of weeks apart. <laughs> Probably half my size. He watched. My son watched the commercials with me, and then he said, "Daddy, who's the scary guy on BYU Sports Nation?" And he's like, "He said, I don't, I don't like that. He's scary." And I said, oh, "That's Brian. He's just, he's just pretending to be scary, Jax." Okay, you went to the depths of evil, like the fruits of the devil, evil, in this scene. How did you, how'd you pull that off, man? We'll tweet a photo of this. Man, man I'm, I'm telling you, it was, it was hard. You know, I, I did a couple of, of, of takes. You know, that, well, there's one other commercial that that you guys will see that I was more personal without you guys and. Um, I, did, I did a couple of takes, and they they just kept saying, you know, producers were saying, you know, you know, more, more, get, yeah, get, go deeper, go deeper, creepy, be creepier, creepier. So I was like, okay, so like Freddy Krueger type of like Halloween, <laughs> and so they're like, yeah, Halloween. So at first I was like, okay, Halloween, and I was going, I was going, and I just kept thinking about candy, man. So <laughs> I was like smiling and stuff, and then finally I got I got in. And I was like, okay, you got, I got to think about all the all the things that are scary. I'm a big scary cat, you know, all the things that are scary. Um, and, and how would you feel if if you saw somebody's eyes and being creepy? So, uh, you know, that's how I was able to to get into that character is, is thinking about all the, uh, the the weird and crazy things you see uh, on Halloween night. You just be careful what you show to Layton, okay? Oh yeah, <laughs> I, I haven't shown him that yet. He's he's. He, that guy is, is that kid is scared of of, of an ant, so I got to be careful because I don't, I don't want him sleeping in my bed. You know, it's it's uh, uh he's already half my size, so I can't I can't. Don't take him to Ant Man. Oh, that's good oh, stuff. No. Brian, great to talk to you, man. Uh, thanks for the perspective into the most exciting moment for you as a BYU athlete and uh, for a look at your clean shaven face in the new commercials. <laughs> yeah, you know, I, I figured since. The, this is becoming more and more rural. I should probably follow the rules, right, and yeah. start shaving. So you'll see a lot more baby face. Okay. All right. Good stuff. All right, Brian, we'll talk to you soon, man. All right. See you guys. Baby face like the singer in the 90s? He looks so much younger, like at least five years younger Yeah. with the clean-shaven face. Oh, yeah. He's going to be ready to roll with that clean-shaven face on September 5th. Count
touchdown to the Cornhuskers. 116. <laughs> 116. <laughs> I don't think Nebraska was in Dennis Dodd's post-spring top 25. I think Nebraska fans are worried about BYU ending their forever long season opening home win streak. They should they be. play anybody in that first no, game at they home? No, they don't. That's the thing. They sh- if this is a new challenge for them. They're ramping up the schedule. Bring it. What is the most exciting finish to any BYU game ever? Keep that in mind. Up next, Jake Heaps signs an NFL contract. Marriott Center renovations, but she's the fastest female on campus. BYU Sports Nation is presented by the BYU Store, your home for authentic BYU products. Spencer Linton and Jerem Jordan in Studio B, as we will be on June 24th. Sportsing. And that day we have three different programs that are live and new. 11 a.m. Eastern Time, State of the Program, 12 to 2, BYU Sports Nation. Four Eastern, four decades of dominance. Don't miss it on BYU TV, BYU Radio, June 24th. What is the most exciting finish to any BYU athletic event ever? That is our Twitter question today. It is a very broad subject. And we are, are we getting... doing a two-hour show today just to address we all the We need tweets? that, honestly. Man. We need that. Joining us now, our third guest of the day and second in Studio B, Diamond Thomas of Women's Track and Field at BYU. Diamond, welcome to Studio B. Thank you. Thank you for having me. We've had two great names today, Gordy Bravo and Diamond Thomas. <laughs> Best We're, name at BYU. That, I, that's a topic There's actually to another Diamond Thomas. I've yet to at find At BYU? Her, or has been at BYU. Really? Pretty sure. Huh. Where, where does Diamond come from? Uh, the stone. The stone. The stone. So your parents were like diamonds, I'm the, sparkling. I'm, awesome. Yes, I'm the, I'm the crown jewel. Yes, of your family. <laughs> yes, I am. I'm the only child, so I have to oh, be right. There you go. <laughs> it's all making sense now. See? Okay. Are you the fastest female on campus right now? I would like to think so. Yes. Okay. It's okay yes. for you to say yes. yes. Okay. Yes. Yes. I, yes. I would like to think so. Yeah. Okay. I am so far. You're a transfer from Boise State. Walk us through your decision to come to BYU of all places. Okay. So there was an unfortunate situation that happened at Boise, and we had a coaching change, and it just didn't best fit me. So I was seeking, like, other opportunities. And the crazy thing is my junior year in high school, I was up at Simplot Games with my team for indoor, and I was at the ESPN store in the airport, and I grabbed two BYU hoodies. And I was like, BYU. I got one for me and one for my dad. And Why was, did you do that? I don't know. Like, I didn't even know what BYU stood for, to be honest. Wow. Like, I was trying to put the BY and the U together. And I was like, oh, you know, maybe it's something Utah. But I wore that hoodie every day. And then so when I was looking for, like, a change in uh, schools, I was like, BYU. Let me look at BYU. And then I had a friend from back home that was here. And I was like, why not? And then I just fell in love. Like, it just felt right. I came on my visit. The coaches, like, treated me awesome. I'm in the best shape of my life. So I'm like, I am where I'm supposed to be, you know? <laughs> That's amazing. <laughs> I, I, yeah. I, what a great story. I, I know. So you just, it just looked good? Or it so looked, you just it, liked it was the a gray hoodie. It was a B, Y, and a U. And I was like, huh. I got to get that. I grabbed one for me. I didn't even check the price or anything. I grabbed one for me. I grabbed one for my dad. I took it home. I wore that hoodie every day. And then at track practice, there was a girl that's from Utah. She was like, you're going to go to BYU? I was like, huh? Uh, n- no. I, no. What is BYU? Yeah, what is it? Yeah. It's in Utah. I'm like, well, oh, okay. But 
That's amazing. That's amazing. And then you end up here. I end uh, up here. So you're running the 200. Yes. Uh, what is it about the 200 that uh, you know you have the, the skills for? The 200. I just feel like there's a little more time. And then like me, like I love to run the the curb. I like when people are in front of me. So it's like in the hundred, everybody's like in the same same line, same line. And but in the two hundred, I'm like I see you in front of me, so I'm gonna go, I'm gonna go, I'm gonna go, I'm gonna catch you. So in the two hundred, I have a little more time. It's a little longer, but you know, you come off the turn and you lean into the straight, and then you're right there, and then it's like. Whew. It's just a feeling from the transition from the turn to the straight that I just love. It feels awesome. Diamond Thomas with us in Studio B, albeit by divine intervention, <laughs> that uh, she is with us here at BYU. Uh, I want to ask a question that Jaron brought up earlier when we were uh, thinking of uh, some topics about the Boise State BYU tie. The Cougars and Broncos play every year in football. Uh. <laughs> Does this does this cause some heartache for you? It does because I have friends on both teams, so it's like I'm I'm here at BYU. I want to support the Cougars, but then I want to support the Broncos. So it's like I'm on both sides of the fence. I hop over one fence, hop over the other <laughs> fence, but I'm a Cougar now, so I have to I have to support Cougar Nation. That is the correct that's answer. a good answer. Yeah, yeah. so answer. I mean, I tell them they're like, so you're, you're at BYU, and I'm like, hey. I, good luck to you, but you know you gotta. I was worried about you for a second. I know, I know. Yeah, I was worried. I started, where are you going? <laughs> where are you going? But where no, are you going? No, I'm a, I'm, a, I'm a Cougar fan. I'm a Cougar now, so I have to have to support my own, my yeah. own, uh, my people. You you have uh, an invitational this weekend called the Last Chance Invitational, yeah, which is <laughs> legit because you're trying to qualify for regionals, right, right? Right. What do you need to do to qualify for regionals? I feel that I'm right there, but I need to drop about a point to secure myself in the 200 and in the 100. So point one? Yeah, like point one. I ran 11.78, so I just need to get at 11.68. And that's just the start. Okay. So I've been working on the start and practice, popping out, getting out and driving, staying low. That's my main my main focus right now. And I think that if I can just execute my race and just believe and trust in myself, everything will fall through on Thursday. Okay. 1168. 11, Is there a time you're aiming for in the That's, 200 as well? <laughs> I wish. Yeah. I know that'd be awesome. <laughs> but the 200, I would love to run 23, seven. Okay. And so, I mean, I'm not going to think about the time. I'm just going to execute my race and then, it'll, you know, I'll fall through. Let us do our part and give you a slice of the BYU Sports Nation karma. <laughs> not, not that a diamond would ever need this any a real, karma. It's a real thing. People come on and they perform well. It's yeah. a legit thing. Yeah. Oh, see, I'm happy. So I think at least point one one is sliced yeah, off. At least. The BYU karma Thank hit you. when you bought that sweatshirt, and now we're giving you the BYU <laughs> Sports Nation I'm karma. I'm telling you, that, great story. that hoodie I had, I still, still have it. Yeah. I still have it. I got to bring it next mm. time. Please do. I give it. I'll give it to you guys. That'll be. I do have gifts <laughs> the, for the, you, the but BYU I got. I should have brought the BYU. Wait, what hoodie. did you bring for us? I brought you a oh! baton. Oh! And my lucky socks. Yes. Oh, my lucky socks. I don't wear socks when I run in spikes. That's my secret. I mean, okay. I'm telling it to everyone. But Have you washed these? They're clean. Okay. They're clean. Because we got some They're stinky clean. shoes up here. They're clean. They're clean. <laughs> but I brought you guys my lucky socks and a baton. Thank you. Diamond, thank awesome. you so much. Awesome. Thank you so we much for having me. We would love for you to sign our Rise Up flag during oh. the commercial break. 
Oh, thank you. Okay. Thank you for having me. Great interview with Diamond Thomas, part of a huge day on BYU Sports Nation. Up next, baseball against Utah. The lacrosse team bows out again by one goal. Mm. Where did men's volleyball finish in the final poll? It's in the whip next. She buys a hoodie and then goes to BYU. BYU Sports Nation presented in part by DexterLaw.com. Help when you need it most. Let's whip it. It's time for the Cougar Whip Around Baseball. As the Smashing Pumpkins once said, tonight. The Cougars travel to Salt Lake to finish their last regular season matchup against the Utes, 9 Eastern. The home team has won both times this season. Listen to it on BYU Radio. Watch it on the Pac-12 Network. Look, Ross. BYU squandered a fourth-quarter lead to Stanford in an 11-10 loss in their first-round game of the MCLA Championships. The Cougars finished the season with six losses, all six by one goal. Men's Volleyball. The Cougars finished eighth in the final ABCA poll. Off the block projects BYU will start next season as number two. Football. Just lost my place. There it is. Boise State announced their football schedules from 2021 to 2023, including dates for those games. October 10th in 2021, October 9th in 2022, and October 4th in 23. That's a Wednesday. Huh? Whatever. And then? You read the Dennis Dodds part. Dennis Dodd of CBS Sports uh, posted his post-spring top 25, featured three BYU opponents, Missouri, Boise State, UCLA, and as BYU has just missed out. Also, Jake Heap signs with the New York Jets. Congrats. Men's basketball. Marriott Center renovations continue across the street from us. We are tweeting out some pictures from yesterday by BYU basketball. Demolition inside the Marriott Center will continue through July 4th. Well, hopefully they have that day off, but yeah. yeah. Hey, future guests Mike Littlewood, Chris Watkins, men's soccer coach. They uh, have a U.S. Open Cup game tomorrow. Brian Keel and Jonathan Tavernari. Today's Rise and Shout brought to you by Dexter and Dexter Help. We need most. DexterLaw.com. And it goes to Bronco Mendenhall. And his support of the baseball team with that jersey. Thanks to Gordy Bravo, Brian Logan, Diamond Thomas, and everyone on our crew. Follow us on Twitter and Instagram at BYU, at BYU Sports Nation. What's the best finish ever in any BYU sport? Use the hashtag BYUSN, our show on demand. On BYUTV.org slash BYUSN. For Jeremy, I'm Spencer. Shout out to Francis Yee. BYU Let's Sports Nation, back to work tomorrow.